Hello there, it is great to see you again and welcome back to The Impact Report. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff from the Celebrity Branding Agency. And in a few moments, I'll be bringing aboard Eric Lawton, the president and CEO of Impact Financial for another wealth management related discussion here on the show. Uh, you know, as you know, Eric has asked me to come aboard and host the show uh, to kind of walk through, uh, you know, with him a different wealth management related discussion. Now, if you missed our prior episode, I uh, want to bring you up to speed. This show is all about these wealth management related strategies and conversations that Eric is over, you know, having with his clients at Impact Financial. You know, we're going to be talking about different strategies, different conversations on this show pertaining to different financial portfolios at hand. Uh, you know, if in our last episode, we took a deep dive into this universal strategy known as the stress test. I don't want to get spoiled too much if you did miss that episode. So be sure to head on back and check out episode episode one, so you can get all the details on that conversation. But today we're shifting gears a little bit, and I'm excited about this topic today because rather than looking at uh, more so of a strategy, we're going to be looking at the wealth managers themselves. In fact, our title for this, you know, this episode, really a key ingredient that makes a good wealth manager a great one. So we're going to go ahead and bring on Eric now to get into what this key ingredient is and just how it pertains to his work in the world of wealth management. So that being said, let's go ahead and bring on Mr. Eric Lawton to get the conversation rolling. Eric, great to see you. Good morning. How's great, it going? Great to see you. Good, good. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Here we are turning the page into 22. Can't believe we're saying that, man. 21, while it was, well, you know, it's funny. It's sometimes it felt like such a long year, but then here we are turning the page already quite a short year in some aspects as well. But uh, Eric, we've got a really good topic today. Um, I'm excited about this one because when you when you just look at affluent families and the individuals, the types of clients that you work with at Impact Financial, they all obviously are doing one thing and that's they want to make smart decisions about their wealth, which is why so many of them seek out working with some of the brightest wealth managers out there. But it turns out that as you've seen in your experiences, that superior expertise or or technical expertise, should I should say, on maybe investment strategies and specific areas of wealth management, it doesn't necessarily get the job done. Those advisors that are truly elite and, and really help their clients in the best way, they possess an additional quality. And we're going to be getting into what that, that quality is today. So let's have you start today, Eric. Could you just talk to me a little bit about this, this thought overall of why is it that individuals and families should be really demanding more from the wealth manager and the financial professional that they choose to work with? Why is this? Well, really, you know, the affluent very often have complex goals, right? And, and the needs that they have really require a higher level of expertise to address. And, and we know that. And, and there are a lot of technically excellent advisors out there who, you know, really know their area of focus well. But too often times I've seen you know, the people who work with them feel like they're just not getting what they want. You know, they feel like there's something missing in that relationship, you know, between this brilliant advisor uh, and the client. And, and it's something's holding them back in some way. And in fact, I believe these advisors are missing this key ingredient that you mentioned earlier. Um, it, it could be in, it's some, very empowering uh, for them and to help to serve these investors with sizable wealth because elite wealth planning goes beyond mere technical expertise. Sure. So let's get into this, Eric, then. Talk to me about this missing link. What are you seeing in the majority of these instances? Uh, you know, far and away, the most common missing link is what I call a human element. You know, it sounds a little cheesy, but it is. It's, it's really this human element. Based on what I've seen, I believe that any wealth manager you work with should be exceptionally good 
great, really, at bringing this human element into all they do on behalf of their clients. So, so Eric, when you're talking about this human element, take me through what that means to you. What are we, what are we talking about here? It's really this personal and emotional component of wealth management. It includes understanding everyone and everything that's important to you as the client, as well as everyone and everything that could be affected, you know, by those financial decisions. And, and it uses this understanding as a basis for making a broad range of decisions about your wealth. In other words, this human element helps ensure that the choices you make about your wealth reflect your most important goals and the values and the people that you care about. Sure. So, so Eric, we, we hear this idea of like the consumer's experience, the customer experience these days in so many, uh, you know, retail industry and, uh, you know, everything really. So when we talk about the human element, sure, I understand that it's got its place in just about everything. So that being said, why do you believe it has such a specific and important place within wealth management respectively? Well, Ryan, if I could, I'd like to give you an example of why I think, Please. you know, working with these wealth managers who use this human element is so important. So, Okay, so if we take a step back, so there, there was this wealthy entrepreneur, right? And he wanted his business succession plan reviewed closely uh, to see if it would deliver the results he wanted, you know, in various scenarios. So what did we do? We did a stress test, right? And then we talked about that in the last episode. And, and that test concluded that because of the changes in the family dynamics, since the time of the estate plan was first signed, the most likely, likely outcome after the business owner's death would be an all-out war. <laughs> there were basically there's four children in the family and only one of them was active in the family business. And what when we originally when he originally put this plan together, he wanted to be fair and have the business divided equally among the, the four four siblings. But at this point, only one of them is involved and none of them really have an interest in it. So when we came through this, we realized we need to make a change. Okay, so thinking about the situation through with intense focus on this human element, it resulted in a new estate plan. What we did was a well-structured, rigorous succession and estate asset protection plan. And essentially, the child involved in the business would be inheriting that, but the other three would inherit assets outside of the business, but equal to the amounts that, he, that the other child would be basically avoiding an all-out mm -hmm. war in the family and keeping everything, yeah. you know, basically copacetic. Awesome. So so that's really interesting to hear you say that, especially piggybacking on our last conversation surrounding what, it, you know, really the idea behind a stress test, what it is, what it does. So what you're telling me here is that there's a big human element that comes into play specifically with a stress test as well. So talk to me a little bit about this, you know, how important that human element role is with the stress test process. Because if I do recall in our initial conversation, Eric, this stress test process can, in many cases for you, maybe a new client or a prospective client, anybody that you're working with, it could be kind of the beginning of a relationship, the beginning of a conversation. So talk to me about this human element and how it plays that role in that stress test then. It, it really is. It, it has to be. Um, I mean, the beginning, you know, you, you know, obviously you, you get, you meet people, you, you're introduced and uh, you, you start to talk, but when you, when you really decide whether or not it makes sense to begin thinking about working with, with people as a wealth advisor, you really want to do this stress test. It's And what it is, it's a very systematic way, okay, to evaluate whether your plan is positioned to generate the results you expect it to. And it could also be a good way to determine if there are any meaningful opportunities out there that your current plan isn't taking advantage of. 
And so it, sometimes mm -hmm. stress tests identify technical mistakes, which is fine, but, but it also can reveal areas where, you know, things are correct technically, but they're outdated mm -hmm. because of the change in the person's situations sure. or the needs. You know, again, this human side of the equation can get overlooked if you're only paying attention to these hard numbers. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you this then, Eric. Uh, do you ever find when you're sitting down to go through that stress and testing process, you're interweaving that human element into that process, do you ever see a situation where maybe the stress test doesn't reveal any problems at all and everything is ship-shaped for them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. In fact, it's more common in our experience that stress testing reveals everything to be on track, technically and from a human element perspective. But finding no problems is great because that all can be good and comforting news, especially if there was yeah. any uncertainty going on before sure. the stress test. However, the facts remain that stress testing is a systematic way to evaluate whether your plan is positioned to generate the results you expect it to and can also be a good way to determine whether there are any meaningful opportunities out there that your current plan isn't taking advantage of. So we recommend using this tool and with our clients, we do this on an annual basis. Gotcha. So Eric, for our audience, we're throwing out this idea of the human element, how it's not only interweave just with anything a wealth manager should do, but specifically with the stress testing process. And I'm sure for many people, it's resonating. They understand as I'm sitting here doing now, why it's so important. You've laid it out for us. But that being said, how can how can someone who's maybe looking to find that that great wealth manager like our, our really our topic looking for the great wealth manager maybe not the good one uh how did the, how does the average joe or, or the potential client assess whether yeah. or not a wealth manager cares about this human element or maybe they they practice it they weave it into their their practices how, how do they assess that great question so i think really one of the best ways to make this assessment is talk with this wealth manager extensively determine whether that wealth manager is focused more on products or on you, right? I mean, financial mm -hmm. solutions are tools and they're important tools, but whether or not that particular tool might be right for you depends on greatly on your goals, your needs, your preferences, your concerns, your challenges at that moment in time, right? And going forward. So sure. assess whether that wealth manager sure. seems to be paying more attention to the mechanics of a solution the ins and outs of the particular type of trust, for example, mm -hmm. or whether that wealth manager spends more time trying to get to know you as a person. In the folk, if the focus is you, it's a sign that the wealth manager is also focused on the outcomes, i.e. getting the results you seek for your particular family, mm -hmm. your business, so on. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, it's your financial plan. It should be custom tailored to you. So it makes all the sense in the world, but I would imagine that practice maybe isn't necessarily adhered to as much as it should be by wealth managers abroad. So Eric, then I'll, I'll double down on that question. Let me ask you this then. If you're, let's say you're an investor, or you're a client, right. rather than being the advisor that you are, what would you want to see? You know, you're going through that process. What would give you the comfort to know that maybe this is a great wealth manager and this is somebody I should be working with? Sure. So for me, a really, a really very clear sign that an advisor sort of walks the talk when it comes to mm -hmm. the human element of wealth management would be if the advisor has a formal approach for getting to know their clients on a deep level, you know, a, what do we call a well-defined discovery process? The advisor takes each client or prospective client through it and not just some random questions. They're well thought out, well laid out. 
Right. And Eric, I think we scraped the surface of this discovery process in our, yeah. in our last conversation surrounding the stress test, really the meat and potatoes of that. But let's, for those maybe just joining us now, you know, on this episode, they're here with us today. I think it'd be helpful. Could you walk us through maybe what a good, what that thorough discovery process involves, especially from the human element perspective? Yeah. I mean, it clearly goes far beyond the questions, you know, mm -hmm. about stocks <laughs> or your net sure. worth, you know, for example, in our discovery process, we talk about, you know, what are your key values? What motivates you? You know, money means different things to different people. What is it about money that's important to you and your family? Um, you know, what motivates you on a deep level uh, to make the decisions that you do, especially when it comes to financial decisions, but, you know, other things. An advisor should be curious about the most important people in your life, the, the relationships you have in your life, you know, the, the family, otherwise community, uh, the religion, you know, whatever it is that is important to you, the client, and, and the goals that you may have for them. You know, we have different goals for different family members, different goals for ourselves at different stages in our lives. You know, it's, it's quite complex and we need to hear you and listen to that. We should want to hear about your interests in life, right? What do you like to do in your free time? This is what we're doing this all for, right? Is, is to go out mm -hmm. there and enjoy our lives and, and make, make, yeah. Uh, an impact on the world, if that's important yeah. to, you know, us internally with our family or the world in, at large, you know, those mm -hmm. types of questions tell the advisor, you know, how to go about illustrating a proposed plan for you to consider. Makes all the sense in the world. So Eric, as we're bringing our conversation to a head uh, today, is there any other really important aspects about this human element delivering on that promise by the wealth manager? Anything else that you want to share with our audience to leave them with on this topic? Well, you know, kind of get off the script a little bit just to kind of tear it up a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. when we do a discovery meeting and we go through this stress test and we look at this human element, more important than anything, as from my, you know, as a, as an advisor, but also as a client, you want to make sure that you get each other. You know, do does this person get me? And do you enjoy talking with this person? Do you feel that you could enjoy working together collaboratively? Um, it's mm -hmm. so important uh, because that in and of itself is the definition of that human element, right? Um, sure. But just as important as the questions asked, you want to make sure that when that wealth manager is asking any questions, are they listening? You can ask all the questions you want, but are they actually listening? It's really important for us to, to incorporate that into uh, how, how we have that relationship or possible relationship. And then if they are going forward, if you start to work with them, make sure that they're incorporating the, the answers that you gave them into the wealth plan that they're putting together for you. You know, one of the biggest uh, questions that we ask is in, in the discovery is, you know, how do you want to hear from us? How do you want us to mm. communicate with you? And if, if it's, look, I want a phone call and then they're constantly sending you emails, they clearly didn't listen or if it's vice versa. Sure. So, I mean, there's sure. always an exception, of course, but it's always good to know that that human element exists and that they get you. Yeah. 
I, I love the the listening part. Boy, is that so powerful because it kind of goes back to what you had said right at the top of the episode in as kind of a litmus test for determining whether or not the wealth manager is a great one, maybe not yeah. just a good one, is that that drive to to not pitch you, but the drive to talk about the products and the services that they offer rather than getting to know you. It, it really comes out to do I want to discuss what I have to offer or do we want to discuss you and what you want to see out of your wealth plan moving forward? And are they looking for this to be a long-term relationship or are they just looking mm -hmm. to get another account? Right. Sure, you know, sure. and, and it's really important. You know, we, we talked about this before and I'll say it again, you know, through the years we've, we're lucky enough to be, we're fortunate enough to be at impact financial, you know, able to really work with a limited number of clients that we truly can make an impact for, you know, mm -hmm. we are really truly looking to make an impact. Uh, on our clients' lives and in and, and our society and our community. Um, and, you know, what's great about it is if we really don't know if there's a connection and if there's really not a way we can help them, we have great other advisors outside of her that, that can. Um, mm -hmm. So I want, I want you to, if there's a takeaway here, uh, really, if you're interviewing wealth advisors, really that human element, do they get me? Do they also have, of course, the expertise? That's, that's you know, table stakes, of course. But we want to make sure that this is a relationship. Sure. Eric, uh, you know, for anybody out in our audience, this maybe they're sitting there, they're nodding their head, this conversation's <laughs> resonating with them. Uh, maybe they're interested in reaching out to you and your team at Impact Financial just to maybe just bend your ear a little bit, talk about their circumstances, maybe go through a stress test even, just whatever it is. Maybe they want to get in touch with you and your team. What would you say is the best way to go about doing that and get that that ball rolling? Best way is whatever they feel comfortable with. Look, they can pick up the phone and give us a call. They go to our website, impactyourgoals.com. They can shoot us an email, eric at impactyourgoals.com. Uh, look, we're easy uh, to get a, get a hold of. We, we love to talk to you. If we can't help you, at least we can point you in the right direction. Uh, this is all about a win-win. You know, let's talk about it. Let's see how we can help you. And, and if we can, uh, that'd be great. Fantastic. Well, Eric, look, I appreciate you carving some time out of your busy day to be with us here in the new year. Dive into this idea of the human element. Something tells me we're not done talking about it. Uh, yeah. I think some future episodes will probably be, you know, diving into how this weaves its way into some difficult conversations and strategies that you, you know, you obviously interweave with your clients and the work you do. But either way, appreciate you and your time and looking forward to the next one. Hey, thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Of course. And hey, look, we want to take one final moment, of course, to thank you, our audience, right, for joining us today. Look, do me a favor. If you benefited from the conversation today, you took something away from it, why don't you give us a like, a comment, a subscribe to the show, maybe, on the platform of your choosing, and then, of course, share this information. We've got some great conversations teed up for you down the road that we'd hate to have you and yours miss out on. So for Mr. Eric Lawton, I'm Ryan Ruff. We're saying so long today. We thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of the Impact Report. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. This information is not intended to be a substitute for individualized legal advice. Please consult your legal advisor regarding your specific situation. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. 
Ryan Ruff of Celebrity Branding Agency and Impact Financial are separate entities and not affiliated with LPL Financial.